0: Inaugural episode of the Doers and Sayers Podcast My name is Jomo Kinch And I will not be hosting the show alone As I have a co-host with me And that is Trevor Wilson Say hello Trevor
1: Hey what's going on people
0: Okay Uh, The Doers and Sayers Podcast is a show that we both came up with And I feel like one of the hardest things to do When you're having a podcast is come up with a name And in that there were a, a bunch of names that we came up with for the idea of the show uh, some sounded better than others uh, I will, if could mind I'll go over some of them with you uh, we had Southern Yankee Scott and Whiskey uh, The Drummo Show, This is Kinch Northern Twang 10YC and my personal favorite was Black Dukes uh, was there any that I missed Trevor?
1: Not that I could think of we got them all
0: alright Uh, the show is going to be about pretty much about life in East Tennessee and things that we come across. Which are we'll be talking about a plethora of things, mostly uh, music, just living life in East Tennessee, our daily routines, and Trevor's personal favorite UT sports, bah. <laughs> <laughs> which is what something that Trevor really loves. You should. This is favorite thing to no. do. And I'm just going to sit back here and relax While he talks to you guys about UT Sports How he feels about the program The football program, basketball program Um, I think he might even do volleyball this year Women's volleyball this year
1: I might um, do the women's volleyball I might do that one But I can't promise you anything else
0: And and women's tennis Um So the show's going to deal with that And um and uh, Trevor's real, real main love is just um, music. And just, you know, how he, how we both feel about the uh, Knoxville hip-hop music scene and just what goes on what goes on with that, if there is anything that goes on at all most of the time. Uh, let's see. The Dudes and Sayers podcast is a show that's going to be, uh, when we came up with the name, it, it was like, you know, we, I felt like there were just, there are two types of people in the world There's the doers and the sayers And you're going to do what you say You're going to say what you're going to do And I guess the overall thing is just being A person of action And so um, in the podcast You know one of the things that I think That, that we'll want to definitely put into to The work is you know Being a person of your word And putting it into action All right. uh, <laughs> And uh, I think Trevor Likes to call it a double entendre And yeah. Trey, why don't you explain a little bit more about what a double entendre is?
1: Well, I think a double entendre is uh, you know, something that has more than one meaning, usually two meanings. Um, doers and Sayers, I guess, you know, you could get what you can get out of it. You know, it's not just as simple as it sounds. It depends on how deep you wanna look into it. Um, but if if you wanna look deep it, it can actually be a challenge, you know, uh, what side do you want to be on? Are you a doer or, or are you a sayer? Um, you get to pick your side. So that's, that's the challenge that the title, uh, presents. If you choose to look into it that deep, otherwise it's just a cool name, you know, DNS. <laughs> <D and S. laughs>
0: <laughs> do you, do you, do you ever feel like, like you can be both at the same time?
1: Um, I think there's a there's a short amount of time where you could be both. Um, I think if you're gonna be a doer, then you're gonna do what you say. Uh, if you're gonna be a sayer, you still better do what you say, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, or else uh, you're gonna be a fraud. So uh, don't get too caught up being a sayer. In my opinion, you need to lean a little heavier on the do side. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, I said that uh, it's going to be about life in East Tennessee. We reside in Knoxville, so I think that plays a big part into why we're going to be talking about UT sports and just you know life in Knoxville, life in Knoxville and the surrounding areas, which are like Gatlinburg and um, Sevierville, uh, Lenore City, City. <laughs> Loudon.
1: Yeah. Uh, Anywhere between, what, uh, Chattanooga to Johnson City, I think is considered East Tennessee and even yeah. beyond Johnson City. Well, I don't know what else is beyond Johnson City I think, besides Carolina.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, and on that side. I think on the Bristol side, you got Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, I think I traveled out there once. Do you do a lot of traveling out there, Trevor?
1: Now, uh, I drive for my job, and furthest we go east right now is Morristown. Oh, okay. So I guess Morristown is included in East Tennessee as well. Yeah. Jefferson City. What else is over there? Dandridge. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of stuff over there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, you'll be getting a, I think, a pretty hefty, handy, um, dose of what makes East Tennessee East Tennessee. At least in our eyes, mm-hmm. so that I, I think that'll be that'll be cool because I feel like um, both our years experience of of living here and just dealing with the city is like, you your eyes get open to to things that you haven't seen before, or it's like oh wow this is really different I never never yeah. never knew this existed. Uh, you get away from it It's more laid back than anything so it's like like wow I didn't know it, it could be like this.
1: I think, I think uh, the cool part about it, too, is that, you know, uh, we're still learning, or at least I'm still learning a lot about the terrain, and maybe as I learn, I could bring some experiences to, you know, to the listeners, and maybe if they don't already know, which they probably know more than me, uh, they'll learn while I learn. <laughs>
0: right. So, Trevor, how was your day today?
1: It was cool Uh, Can't really complain too much Besides the Giants losing Uh, I'm a New York Giants fan Um, Besides that The day was cool Um, Yeah that's about all I can say about that I didn't do Mm. much Uh, Cleaned up a little bit And now I'm drinking coffee At uh, what time is it? 8pm
0: Yeah Pretty much Late night coffee, so you're gonna probably be up for the rest of the night. Uh, let's so, um, well, my day was all right, I spent it working, but I'm happy to be in here getting this podcast going and and and, and um and moving along because it's it like it's been a long time. We had plans of doing this before, and you no know, things happened. It's like, oh, okay, we'll try it this week, and we think we did a trial one about a week ago. And it went okay And so we said Oh well, let's just try to go For the whole shebang Next week Right Okay And Anything else you want to say Trevor before we move Into our next segment
1: Um Not much Just you know Y'all stay tuned Bear with us We're still working out The kinks Um But it's just going to Get better and better And we got a We got a lot To bring to the table Um At least we feel like we do um, and I think you guys will all be entertained. And, you know, you might even learn a thing or two.
0: All right. So moving right along into the next segment, which is, like I said, Trevor's favorite thing, UT sports. Ah. Um. All right. So, Trevor, this week, UT played Florida. Exciting. Was it? I I think Trevor's being sarcastic now. Why are you being sarcastic? No,
1: it really was exciting. <laughs> you know?
0: The way you're singing is like is like is like like the most sophisticated man in in, <laughs> in the world.
1: I am the most interesting man. <laughs> At least my beard resembles the most interesting
0: man in the world's beard. Uh, you know? All right. So um, my my, my first thing I want to say about the before I even get into the game, uh, I I, I think I, I want to start it off with with like I guess like a is it an analogy or? Mm. Okay. So Trevor, I remember you uh you've heard of Ram Chop, right? The, the Chop's play along? Yeah. Oh wow, yes.
1: Yes, of course.
0: Um, okay. On the show, there was this one segment, um I used to love watching that show. That show was just great. Um, called Bet Your Time. And and um one of the things that that that, that uh Sherry Lewis would do, rest in peace, Sherry Lewis. Was, um, she would, she would, she would like, 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 she would bet you that you could do something that you can do. And the one thing I remember from that show is she was like, um, I bet you can't tear this, this piece of paper into four quarters. Mm. Or, or, no, oh, I just ruined it. I bet you can't tear this paper into four equal parts. If you do, I'll give you a quarter. Mm. And so, you know, she, the kid's like, oh, yeah, I can do I can cut it in four equal pieces. So the kid, kid tears it into four equal pieces and gives it back to her. He's like, oh, so you want your quarter now? It's like, yeah. And the kid's like, she gives, she gives the kid one fourth of the <laughs> paper. And the kid's like, the kid looks like he's hurt. Uh-huh. But I, I say that to say it seemed like yesterday watching the game that um, Florida was doing a betcher with UT. It was like, I bet you if we put you on the three yard line, you can't score.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or,
0: or I bet you, I bet you your 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 receivers won't catch the ball. Oh man! And it was it that's it, 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 you know, and I'm thinking about like man or like it's like it's like then then it turned into um a Christmas story with the double dog with the dare, then the double dog <laughs> dare, the, then the triple dog. you like there's nothing higher than the triple dog dare. And it was like, you know, it's like, what in the world is going on? It's like the receivers weren't catching the ball. You couldn't get any offense. Florida just looked like it was going to be another year that Florida has beaten us. Um, I wish I could, I probably could do it. But it's like, I remember when we when we were doing the, 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 the trial run, I said, if there's any time that UT can beat Florida, it's this year.
1: What made you say that?
0: I just I just think I just think they're good I think butch has finally got the players in that he wants to that that he feels can can lead them to victory I'm not saying that I' I'm, I'm not gonna call that we're going to beat Bama but Florida looks like they're ready to be beaten both teams came into this week being undefeated or or in Saturday's game undefeated and so it was like at the beat, that first quarter, first half, it was like they're gonna win again, and mm-hmm. they're gonna be us at home, and it's like, what the ah? Oh, come on, don't don't do this, you know. I'm 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 going through uh Facebook. And seeing some of my friends, and they're like, Yes it's uh, oh god." And then I also have friends that are Florida fans. They're like, "Yeah, what about them? What about them? Gators? We look good. We gonna beat UT again, y'all. We own y'all." Like oh, and then okay, so they start the second half. Um, what's about uh Dobbs throws interception. I was like, oh, it's really gonna happen. Was so that I, his first interception? No, nah, that was his second. I think Herbie, that
1: guy likes to throw interceptions. It seems <laughs> like he
0: throws a lot of those. But it, it it's like it's like but on top of that it was like nobody was catching the ball at least until this like, you know Lowe was catching the balls like 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 uh, like like remember like I said the bet your time thing was there was um the receiver in the end zone drops a pass in the end zone um it's just like just drop passes everywhere, and then the second half. It's like they get it together,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: they just like you know, it's like seventeen ten, and it's like then they then some by some miracle then not nah, can't even miracle, they managed to tie the game, and then it's like uh oh now we have a game. He was mm-hmm. like, can they do it? Are they gonna do it? And um, I remember, it was a like Dobbs threw a pass to Jennings, and Jennings was open, and you see him bobble it. It's like, oh, here we go. We we just can't catch a break here. It was like, but he holds on to it, nice. keeps his feet in bounds, and just juts up the sideline. And and in that moment, I think people felt like like um we could, we could possibly win, which is a big you know big jump from how people feel at halftime. People were booing. Right. I know I ran to people today. It was like the. I was at the game It's was like So were you one of those People that was booing At halftime It was like Yeah We When they were going back In the locker room like, yeah, hell yeah Hell yeah I was booing was like, But you know That second half Is what Is what You know What did it for them And it's right. been that way All season with them It's like Okay First half you, you play Shoddy Then it's like Second half I guess it all comes together And 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 The result is a win
1: I think um I think that's the that's why you gotta stick with your team. Um I saw somewhere that a lot of a lot of UT fans were mad because they left at halftime and I guess they figured the game was over and then they found out later that, you know, they came back and I don't know if they couldn't get back in or if they had missed an <laughs> uh, you know, important part of the game when they walked out, but a lot of people okay. were upset and it's like you don't leave at halftime, you know this is sports. Well,
0: I'm at the same time It's like you, I mean, if you've driven on Cumberland Avenue, you kind of want to beat that traffic, especially with the construction going on.
1: I understand that from New York, you know. So uh I know about leaving to beat the traffic, but at halftime, you know, that's that's a little early. I could see halfway through the fourth quarter, you want to beat the, you know the rush, but at the half you only saw half of the game. Anything could happen. It's football.
0: Right. And, and 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 with you saying that, I say how many times in the past have we seen it where people have left doing a certain aspect of the game and the game's not over. Then it's like, Oh, now the game gets a good right. You decide to come back now. It's like, Oh, right. they came back and next thing you know it's tied. Next thing you know they had a lead and it's like what what happened? I saw a meme a uh, uh, one of those video memes I was so funny to you, it's like how a Alabama fan watches of the other SC games, and they had a they had a um it was the time when um the part came up where it was UT versus um versus uh Florida, and you see the score was like 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 uh twenty four to seventeen, and the dude the Alabama fan he sneezes like you're like damn what the hell happened? And he's like the score just changed from twenty twenty four seventeen oh, wow. to thirty one twenty four. Like damn what the hell happened?
1: Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember. Uh... I remember uh, that happened in the NBA in the the Miami Heat's finals game. I they, get the Mavericks. Or the Spurs? I think it, I think it was the Mavericks. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, um, they Miami's never been known to be a big uh, basketball town, but you know they had the big three at that time. And, yeah. you know all the excitement. You know other people that are from you know towns or or people who are into basketball, you know, diehard fans, uh, no, watch the game from start to finish. Yeah. But all these people from Miami, I guess when your team's down and the beach, South beach is outside, you know, it's kind (laughs) of, you know, you might walk out, you know, (laughs) but, um, as you know, the heat got the, uh, lead back in that particular game and everybody was banging on the door and in that game. I remember them saying they weren't allowed back in. A lot of guys were upset, and that's what uh, this UT game reminded me of a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can see that. I think I remember. I remember some of that game. It was like it was almost like you know, if, if my favorite team's not in it, I ain't watching. So it was like, hey, uh, you know. Oh, word! That's what happened. I'll catch the highlights on Sports Center or something. Yeah, I feel you. Right now. Uh, so, um, so yeah, um, they got together in the second half. They were able to get turnovers and they, they just look good it's just I think I think the thing that scares fans is that you need it. it's like it's like you need a complete game a game where you're just dominating from start to finish and, and in these first four games you can't really say that they dominated in any of them but it's like that second half hits it was like okay now we gotta we we dang you Jake, we hunker down hmm and just get it together and go out for the go going for the win, go for the win. Just you know, we play our defense, we get the offense clicking because the offense was clicking. Dobbs hit like some guys on some really great passes. Um, they ran the ball, you no, know, pretty well. I also want to say, and and, and, I'm, and there's no 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 disrespect to UT, but I, I almost feel like you, University of Florida, got less aggressive. In the second half, and they and they played like a um, I said a bend but don't break or a containment type game, Where it's like okay, mm. we got the lead, let's just keep the lead, and and you can't play like that, especially on the SEC. Yeah, very conservative. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Okay. Very conservative, and it's like you know they were they had they they caught UT on the on a deep ball pass one in one one of them, and it's like yo, they just never went back to going downfield. It's like okay, um. We do our HB screens. Um, we will try to run the ball. We we'll just try to milk the clock. It was almost like uh, <laughs> the water boy. <laughs> oh wow! I get, it was like okay, just like like you could have just said, uh, just let's take a knee for uh for like the rest of the game and and, and walk out with the with with the win. But it's like no, it's like UT came to play. They 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 had the fans behind them. Once they started scoring, it was like other than that they <laughs> were just booing them. Like we want Butch Jones head. No, I, go, I I go I can only imagine just like and not honestly like Butch Jones he's definitely an upgrade over Dooley who was just atrocious. No you know how he how he even got a job.
1: I'll tell you what man I was thinking this cuz uh I went I stepped out around halftime and uh I really thought that you know by the score I said you know UT's probably cooked on this one. But the first thing that kind of popped in my head was how much does this game impact Bush Jones' career as coach at UT? Um, right. of you know, I know uh, they have a, a, it's a lot of history in that rivalry. yeah, And uh, a lot of people were, you know, saying from the beginning of the season that this was the year that they were going to at least beat Florida, yeah. you know, among them. A whole lot of other teams They expect to Themselves to beat Uh But uh Definitely Florida Because I guess Florida Beat them How many games in a row? 11? Yeah, 11 11 That's crazy That's crazy <laughs> For college Like if you think about it It's like These aren't the same players On these teams You know This is It's a continuous Kind of Replenishment of talent And for A team To kind of Have your number over a decade with changing, you know, different yeah. quarterbacks, different, you know, uh running backs, different receivers, different linebackers, different linemen. Yeah. And still whooping you year after year after year for 11 years. That's crazy. Like is is it, is it the coach? Did they have what's the what's the constant? In college. Does does Florida had did they have the same coach? No,
0: heck no, no. This is coach number let's see. Let's see when I was watching Florida they had Steve Spurrier. Spurrier got replaced by Zook. Zook lasted for a few years. Um, um think think this is like coach number five. Coach number four since Spurrier, Spurrier uh, stepped down. Spurrier went to the Spurrier went to the league to coach the Redskins.
1: Right, right.
0: So so then they just been through the coaches. I don't want to say at least, at least five or five or six, no more than six.
1: So that's what I don't understand. And if listeners can't tell, I'm not very uh, well versed with college football games and uh, just the way college football works. I'm learning, but uh, what is the constant in a rivalry like that that allows one team to have continuous Dominance
0: over another team. I would say for for from from my from my own I guess, notice of it because it's like it, it would be like until a couple years ago, UT had dominance over Vanderbilt. Okay. It was like every year UT would beat Vanderbilt. And then like a couple years ago, you uh, Vanderbilt beats UT. Right. And it's like what the heck is going? It's like we don't lose the we don't lose the V we don't lose the Vanderbilt, right. and um. It, it's, I think, I think it's recruitment. It's, 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 um you know, getting the best players you can to, 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 in the nation to come to your school. And I think, um, for a while, UT had that. They definitely had it when Myer, Urban Meyer was there. Because um, Meyer brought in Tebow, and Tebow, I think he, was, he they, they won two national championships with him. So is it
1: that, uh, uh, the coach it can't be the coach but the coaches change right Right. so is it just that the cachet of a certain team attracts recruits more so than another team yeah okay so high schoolers rather play for the gators than the volunteers
0: can't say that because it depends on who who I think I think for the high school they will go with whoever recruits them basically who, who recruits them the hardest and when you go visit them at the school which school did you like the most yeah okay um like so it's like it's like but if 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 you're if you're UT and you got like let's say one five star recruit and a team like Alabama and Florida get like 10 5 star recruit mm. five star players from high school it's right. like okay, now we really got to look to see who can we bring in that can just, that, that can just help us because they got all these top, top tier recruits and you look at who who's in the junior college leagues and you, you, right. you recruit, you get, try to get them to come to your school but it's just hard and it's, it's just hard and I think, um there's a lot of things. I, I think, I think one of it is recruitment. I think it's, um, it, I, I almost want to say it's, it's the history. Just mm. like, I think I think like you know in rivalry games in college, it's like yo, we gotta be we gotta beat them. I think, you um, UT Florida, it's not as Florida UGA, but it's but it's just as important in in, uh, the, in the in the world of SEC play. It's like like there's a lot of rivalries as you start watching SEC football. There's a lot of rivalries in football. It's like oh wow, there's like. Hey, they they want to win and and sometimes you come you have the game plan and the players to to complete the job sometimes you don't and I think this was a year where I said, Butch Jones starting to get the people that he wants in in, um you know it was a. Uh, he had to deal with the players from um, the Dooley era era. And, you know he got that but as as you start bringing in the players that you want and that you feel fits the program you're trying to run um things start happening I think you saw glimpses of that last year when they beat um what think they beat Iowa in one of the bowl games and and, and you start seeing these things and it's like okay we 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 got some promise okay we, we can we can do better than what we did last year
1: now how much do you think um Location plays into it Like as far as recruitment Do you think that High school is like The state in their General vicinity Where they went to High school at Or do you think That's not much of a That doesn't play so much Into it
0: I I want to say I think it does Because it's like Um But it's also It also It also I think it does Because Um I want to say It's going to be It's 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 not easy to go into Florida and recruit a player to come play for UT, especially when okay. Well, if you you could forget forget Florida, forget you of know, the Florida's there. You still got University of Miami, Florida State, um, University of Central Florida. Come up beyond up and up in the University of South Florida. There's mm. probably a couple other schools that might be that I that, that I'm missing. It's
1: a lot of schools in Florida. Yeah. those are all SEC.
0: No, no, those aren't SEC, but it's like it's like those are big name schools. Okay. Um, I think UCF and in USF. Well, what I think UCF used to be or University South Florida. I think I think they both used should be like in the Big East before the Big East broke up.
1: Now those are all major conferences, though. Yeah,
0: they're all major conferences. So it's like it's like if you want to go to Texas and try to recruit a player to come to UT or University of Tennessee, that's just going to be just that's hard because it's like they might want to stay. They might want to go somewhere else. They're like everybody's trying to get these kids to come to their school. Some are like, "Yo, I want to stay close to home," Um, uh, or others know what it is. Like if I play for UT, I'm going to be on that level yeah. I'm gonna be in that light where it's like someone could possibly look at me and wanna draft me right um mean but you, like you still gotta go through the through the trenches to get, get up to first string right um but but it's like it, it's hard cause it's like I even think it's hard to keep players in state as well mm-hmm. um yeah you got like um you got Vanderbilt you got um ETSU Middle um, Tennessee State. Um, just, there's schools here that that that, that UT has to compete against, and it could be like the kid just like yo, I'm I'm good on, on being living in the state of Tennessee. I, I want to go see something. I don't want to go go see the world go experience this that the other. And if they're offering a full ride, right. it's like yo, I can't I can't knock that. It's like it's like it's like um, there's no guarantee like like unless you're like like the top recruiting your class today you're gonna to be getting like a full ride right? and then you gotta live up to that full ride and so, I guess
1: that would be you know the same conversely if you're from a different state yeah, like Alabama but then you decide you know I don't wanna play in Alabama I would like to go to UT to
0: yeah. play I guess if yeah, you can go and,
1: any way like that
0: yeah and I think, I think that's another thing that might play into it is like okay if I'm a kid and I think that's what UT has that's what all schools have if I'm a kid that lives in Texas. I play for UT. I know I can come back home and play in front of my family. Yeah. At yeah. least if I stay all four years, two times.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So that that's always that's always the thing. So it's like you. I think that I almost want to say to me that that would be a selling point. Yeah. You know, you still get to come home. you know, to play in front of your family. You're within yeah. the conference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, if yeah. I mean like a, like if you're someone from California that that UT plays. UTC you you drafted players from California or recruited players from California that come to play like, it gets a little bit harder because now it's like you got to try to find a way to schedule in um, these things I want to say it's a little bit easier with basketball than it is with football because you can pretty much you know say okay you want to play this team I know well, before Pat Summit died I think every player that she that she recruited and brought in she would always try to make on the schedule a game in their hometown or near their hometown where their family could come see them play. That's so, why she's a legend though, man. <laughs>
1: I don't know if that I don't know do you think that that's something that, you know, first of all, RIP Pat Summit, but um mm-hmm. do you think that's something that is a common practice with coaches or do you think that's something that was special about Pat Summit?
0: Um I think it's harder in football. 'Cause you're you're drafted from all over in and in, in. it's like it, it's hard. I think I think it's something with on Because like then again you're talking about having to recruit like well not even recruit, but like there's like eleven, twelve players on the basketball team. There's seventy, 70 yeah, 80 players true. on a football team, so it would be a lot harder yeah um to do it do it to do it in that aspect. That's a
1: good point, man. But uh back to the score. UT definitely came back And whooped Florida in the end
0: Yeah Definitely (laughs) Definitely And
1: I know there's a lot of A lot of happy uh, folk Around East Tennessee right now And they deserve it Um, They did what You know It took them 11 years to do They got that monkey off their back And congratulations
0: Yeah Yeah, Hopefully they can Hopefully gets our streak of our own Of beating Florida Right and now start next year when we play them in Gainesville. Yeah,
1: that'll be big,
0: man.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, so, what else we What else we got on the do- docket?
0: Oh, uh, well, uh Let's see. Besides, we talked about UT sports in Florida, and we got a, I think we got a lot of good stuff in there. Now we can look at a. Uh, oh wow! We can go to music. So Trevor, um, I think I think while we both know a lot about the music scene, especially in Knoxville, I I guess like we have a pretty good knowledge of of hip hop as a whole. And my I guess my question would be, of why why hip-hop music in knoxville
1: um my interest in hip-hop music in knoxville is you know you know one part because that's where i'm from i'm from hip-hop i describe myself as you know a part of hip-hop culture i live the hip-hop culture i'm a hip-hopper you know
0: uh, would you say you're a hip-hop historian
1: I I strive to become a hip-hop historian, you know, I'm still always trying to learn more about the origins and, um, you know, even the future where it's going, I'm just, I feel like, you know, like KRS once says, you know, I am hip-hop, you know, it's not something that I do or something that, you know, I listen to, it's actually me, you know, if that was something I could fill out on a census... I'll check the hip hop box, you know, um, All Right. so that that's something uh I, I you know, I attribute to my you know, myself. Okay. But the other part of it is It's also something that in this town and in this area I feel like is underrepresented or um undercelebrated or underrecognized, you know, um it's not to say that there's not talent out here. Right. Um, I've I've met people and I've experienced different, you know, you know, shows and different ways, uh that people will display or express their talent hip hop wise in this town and I and I feel like there's a lot of talent out here. Um I just feel like there's not a lot of avenues for the people who, you know, Uh Express themselves through that, through hip hop, to kind of get get their name out there. So uh, that's my interest in it.
0: Okay, Uh, going back to uh, you, you trying to be a hip hop historian. What would you say uh, is one of the first albums or songs that said "Yeah, I love hip hop"?
1: I I know the first song. The first song. That turned me on to hip hop was Dougie Fresh. Uh What's it? What's it? Uh Ah, oh, man. There you No hat stepping. Oh, yeah. Keep rising to the top. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. The one. yeah. I thought I was going to say the wrong yeah. song. It's big B-Daddy K. Mm. Nah, I'm talking about Dougie Fresh.
0: Doing the new dances over here. While I'm over here romancing, there's no need to curse. Ask me she should and let me tell Daddy you first. first. That's ah. the one. That's <laughs> the one.
1: Keep rising to the top. Yeah. No half-stepping, little break yeah. in there. Yeah. Man, that was a cool song, man. And and, and when yeah. I heard that song, I was like, yeah, this is for me. Yeah. Uh, it's not the first hip-hop song I heard. Right. That's the one that, you know, spoke to me and said, "Hey, man, this is this is for you." Yeah. Um, and and I've been you know I've been locked in ever since. Oh,
0: so we, so so yeah, yes, so more than more than Dougie Fisher's the Crux of the Show.
1: Yes, more than any other song. I've heard, I heard a lot of songs. You know, yeah. about at that time, um, another song that that really uh, hit me was "Nobody Beats the Biz." <laughs> that was that was a great <laughs> song too, man. <laughs> Like this, that, you know. Those yes. that know know the era that I'm talking about. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Especially, especially if you lived in New York and you heard the songs, like, oh it sounds yeah. just like the promo for that one shop that yeah, I love going to to get on my. Right. I'm like, what the That's right? The oh man, yo, yeah, that man. was joint is crazy. Is like, like, oh out. Wow. '80s, 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 '90s. New York was crazy. Yeah,
1: man. Especially for you know a hip hop head or somebody that was. That was, you know, getting into it. There's people that had already been into it and down with it from the 70s. But, yeah. you know, I was born in 80. Yeah. So by that time that I'm, I'm picking up this stuff, I'm like seven, eight years old, you know. Um yeah. But it's happening all around me, you know. Yeah. You're, you're looking around you're seeing the cardboard on the ground and people... Breakdancing. You're seeing the graffiti on the trains. Yeah. You're seeing the rope chains. You're seeing the the Pumas and the Adidas and the, right, the You yeah. oh, know, you know what I mean. The the Casal framed glasses, fisherman yeah. hats. You're seeing <laughs> all of this stuff, and it's and it it's just like, wow, what is this? And, and, yeah. And, yeah. You know, it, it it was it engulfed you and, and it drew you in. If you were if you were in a certain mix, you know, um certain areas, you know.
0: Okay. All right. And so, um so who would you say are like some of the artists out here in, in Knoxville that you that you like, yeah, that this that I like I like I like I like the way this dude rocks or, or this person or this woman if if there's a dope female MC out here in Knoxville. Okay. Yeah. Um
1: well I like I like what the Good Guy Collective dudes is doing. I really like the way they representing the town. I think um, I can identify with you know certain influences that obviously um, got them to where they are now. I, I can see where they coming from. Um, besides that. Yo, you put me on to those kids, the Verns. Like, like, Yo, shout out to the
0: Verns. Be- I don't, I don't, I don't know their names, but I know I've seen them rock a couple times in in, in Knoxville, and those dudes are are freaking amazing. They're yeah. they're amazing. I, I like like I was like like I guess for me, I hate to cut you off, but it's like between the Verns, um, Sick Jackson and, and Forty Han. Okay. Um, there's like a couple others. You know, you got Fuego, you got Spook. Um, Spook Spooks And Um I, I try to listen to a lot of them I can't think of them right now Off the top of my head But I know I know I know like I said The Vernes Sick And Forty Hunt Those are like some of all my, my faves right now Um Oh yeah and I can't forget for Kevin White Who you turned me on to So it's kind of like A mutual ex- Like oh Well here's Kevin White It's like oh where Oh well here's Sick Jackson and Forty Hunt Like oh bet Like yeah, yeah It's like You yeah.
1: know it's just like baseball cards, <laughs> But but we're, like, Kev White is definitely dope. Even um, his uh, the man over there, Al Speck and uh, Cardi, you know, that whole crew over there, I like yeah. what they're doing. And, you know, it's cool right now with the stuff that I'm hearing. I know there's a lot more people out there that I haven't heard yet. I'll get to them eventually. Yeah. But, um, from what I heard, it's not like everybody's doing the same thing. Yeah. And I think that's cool that, you know, uh, people aren't afraid to be experimental and to be, uh, you know, uh, be individuals in the art. Yeah. And not necessarily feel like okay, I gotta copy this sound or who got a hit record on the radio. Let me try to do that. Yeah. Um, as long yeah. as people are being inventive, you know, that's true art. You know, and that's that's really what what it's about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the um the local Knoxville uh, local Knoxville hip hop scene cuz it's like you know a lot of good stuff out there as my man Kobe Kane would say what up hip hop right. um <laughs> uh let's, to Kobe Kane too yeah yeah shout out to Kobe Kane who who um I, like 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 it, there's a lot of guys out here that have tried to um push forward the whole hip hop move like you got Kane you got uh Mr L who I think is another dope MC another very very dope MC um oh. It's like what? What do you think we can do better to to? What can we do as a as a as a as a group of artists to really push it forward? I think I think in some ways you're right with Good Guy Collective. Like they came together as a group and said, like, "Yo, we're gonna do this and we're gonna be on, right. the, on the same mind and accord." How do you how do you get that to register or resonate with other local artists?
1: Well. um... I think that, uh, what's missing here is, uh, kind of, uh, kind of a, I want to say a machine or something that, that, uh, you know, you could put a talented artist into and then they could come out a productive artist, you know? Um, and when I say that, I mean, um, it takes more than talent. You know, you can have all the talent in the world if you don't have discipline, if you don't have structure, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have, you know, uh, basically that. If you don't have a game plan for success, you won't succeed. And um, I think a lot of people are running around here with talent and not necessarily a game plan for success. And, you know, for some people, it's not really in their hands. Some people are doing everything that they can as an artist to be successful. But there's not really a platform to where they can use it to, uh, you know, present themselves to a larger audience, and hopefully, you know, we can help with that with this podcast.
0: Oh, okay, so I think a good idea going forward would be to um, have like a uh, a song of the week, or or maybe even try to feature an artist, and you know, just try to give an interview and give them a chance to. Uh, you know, uh, it'll be a new dimension for them. Like, yo, I was on this podcast, and 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 maybe that you know gets them to another level that they hadn't been to before, and and things of that nature.
1: Absolutely, I think uh, you know that's that's always an option, and those doors are open. I think first thing first, uh, you know, we're making this podcast for the people, for the listeners. Um, try to try to give. Knoxville and East Tennessee you know something that they could check out and be entertained by first of all you know um, and through that you know we can expose you know the right artists to the listeners who, who you know who are willing to give us their time and their ears and listen to what we have to say but first thing is you know we gotta get the listeners first to to really understand what we're doing here and, and appreciate it and make sure we give them a good show and yeah. then we could bring you know some of these artists up and, and you know bring them to that to that forefront too
0: okay alright sounds good sounds like a plan alright so this has been a very interesting conversation that we've had today a lot of I feel like a lot of stuff has been covered um a lot of the, the the initial digging has begun. Yeah, you and Broke ground. <laughs> yeah. I can't think shovel. of nothing. You know, like the the, the the first digging, like the initial the initial what you call it? What the initial the, the, ground, bre- break the ground break ground break, yeah breaking ground it's like I can't think of anything I can't think of like we don't want to say initial don't want to say inaugural like is it breaking ground the the first digging. Like, what the... Nobody says <laughs> hey, that man. stuff.
1: You got Ooh. the point across. That's what's <laughs> most important. You know, um... Word. So, you know, we're going to keep on building from here, and, uh... You know, we'll keep going. Um... Hmm. Anything else you want to touch on? Um... Yeah,
0: uh... The... The the, the thing with with UT towards what I didn't mention, is that, uh... We're going to, uh... Re- I think we're, we're well. We're going to attempt to uh, have guests, and it could be someone just like a regular local UT fan. Um, I know I have. I'm trying to line up right now a couple of football players that I've met in my time living here to come on the show. Uh, so that'll be that'll 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 be great. Um, but yeah, it's like it's like. You know you might you may get tired of hearing our voices talk about ut so to, to bring in a, a a variable that can you know even shed some light more than what me and trevor know about ut sports would be great and it'll also be entertaining because i was like oh now we have someone to give okay yeah I, oh i can see that now and 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 makes the uh conversation more uh enjoyable right
1: right even get a rival fan in here yeah <laughs> Just to, just to spice it up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Get a, a young Bama fan in here to piss everybody off. You know what I mean? And give it okay. social media out so everybody can on their social media.
0: Uh, yeah, so so we're going to try to do that. Um, like I said, there's 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 a lot of thoughts that are taking place right now. And to put those into action. You know, cause it was like that's what the name of the show was, doers and sayers. And now was like, well, we're gonna say we're doing, we're gonna do something. And I was like, hey, we're out to do it, and just we just try to keep that in mind and keep that as the as the mantra and the goal going forward.
1: Um, yeah, I just wanted to say too that we're, um, we're soon to be up on social media tools. So and he's talking about social media. Soon we'll have a presence on social media. Y'all be able to hit us up. You might throw out a couple of different questions and and different, uh, you know, solicit ideas (laughs) for segments. And, and, you know, I think um, a big thing is that we want to be interactive with the local audience. And, you know, we're not just talking to you, but we're also listening to you. Um, And it's it's a big conversation between Mm. us and, you know, East Tennessee.
0: Yeah. We the people.
1: We the people.
0: (laughs) So it's a democratic government run here. I think that's the right word? Democrat. I don't know, I don't know nothing about politics, <laughs> man. I'ma try
1: not to talk <laughs> politics. You know, I'm gonna try as hard as I can to never get political, you know, on this show because mm. just because
0: I guess the perfect, the, the correct term now to think about it is uh, uh government for the people by the people.
1: That's nice.
0: That's I don't nice. know who quoted I don't know who said that originally <laughs> but somebody somebody quoted that as like a government for the people by the people
1: yeah that was, that was us we know
0: that, we made that. <laughs> there's no stat checking we don't, we don't fact check here well, yeah. maybe not much I might do a little bit more fact checking than Trevor does
1: I'm on my Michael Rappaport <laughs> yo no fact checking shout to Mike Rap.
0: man <laughs> oh man uh. Let's see. What else we got? Anything else you want to talk about, Trevor?
1: Uh, I think that's mostly it. We hit. The, we talked about some sports. We talked. The, hey, who 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 does Tennessee play next week? Do we know?
0: Yes, I've. Oh, I know. Oh boy, they will be heading down to wonderful Athens, Georgia, to play the Bulldogs. Uh oh, is that a big deal? Um, a battle. The battle between the hedges. Oh yeah. The hedges. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, if you've ever been to Athens and you've ever been to the to the football team, there's a there's a hedge, there's hedges on each side. I think there's hedges on each side. So they call whenever somebody comes in and plays Georgia, it's called the battle between the hedges. So, yeah, man, it's like you know, and being that I lived in Georgia for about a good six seven years, it's like um, I didn't realize how it went because see, I guess me, I always broke it down by section. So since I felt like I live closer to Atlanta, and I did the Athens. I was rooting for Georgia Tech, but that's also because Stefan Marbury went there, Kenny Anderson went there, Bobby Cremins was my favorite coach. They had Matt Harpring, um, Keith Brooking played football there, and and who was it? Dorsey Levins was another uh, great uh, football player. Oh, and Calvin Johnson, but that was later. on. That's when I was here in in, in Tennessee. So
1: are are you saying that you have no allegiance to the Georgia Bulldogs?
0: I have I can't say I have no allegiance I liked when Garrison Hurst and Eric desire were there I think that's when I was that's when I was first getting down there and then like I had friends that um oh and max strong because we went mm-hmm. to the same church but um yeah I think I think one of our guests uh will we we'll, we'll be more than happy to talk about that I'll, I'll I'll bring that up if he comes we'll talk more about that just the whole um thing with just Georgia football and in his relationship with, with Max Strong, who went on to become a fullback for the longest time with the Seattle Seahawks. He was there when um, Sean Alexander was there. Okay, okay. So,
1: so just to be clear, will you be rooting for the Bulldogs? No, okay, okay.
0: like, 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 okay. basically, it's like this when Georgia Tech plays Georgia after Thanksgiving, I'm rooting for Tech all day. Uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. We've beaten them a few times. But it was like, yo, Georgia Tech's no slouch. Hopefully we can do it this year. We look horrible against Clemson. I saw that game. Or well, I saw, like, the first first half. And I was like, oh, we're not going to win this game. Um, I think there's, yeah, uh, a running back for West, Um, Nathan Cottrell. Shout out Nathan. Plays for Georgia Tech. I'm not sure if I saw him in that game the other night, though. But I know he's down there. He's doing his thing. He just had a knee injury. And he's, recover- he's recovering from that. But, yeah, rambling wreck all day.
1: Okay, that's nice. Um... You know, as a as a Knoxville College alum alumni, oh, we didn't re- that, did we? I don't respect no other Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one okay. Bulldogs. And that's the Knoxville College Bulldogs. Forget about the rest. I give a I give a I get a left I give a left hand salute to the Georgetown Hoyas. You know what I mean? At least they changed the name. There's some creativity. There's way too many college teams. Way, way, way too many teams called Bulldogs.
0: Yeah, no. I think my high school after after um uh, okay at August one we were the Falcons, and then um, when I went to Georgia I was at Chamblee, and we were the Bulldogs there.
1: Yeah, we gotta we gotta just let it be known <laughs> that there's really only one Bulldogs <laughs> in you know collegiate sports, yeah. <laughs> and that's Knoxville College, except for the Garnet and be clear. Blue.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Mm, so uh oh, Let's see oh, oh. Anything else you want to talk about there?
1: No I think that about covers it man uh, Episode 1 in the books You know It's only going to get better from here And uh, Yeah that's it for me That's all oh. I got
0: oh, So what would you say you learned today From the podcast?
1: Yo yeah, I learned a lot about uh, college sports You know um, I know I'm going to be learning a lot As we go along yeah. You know, I'm, in, I'm interested and I'm looking forward to learning more about college sports cuz really living in this area of the country and not knowing about college sports makes you feel like a real dummy. So, <laughs> a lot of times I'm in the place and I'm the only person that doesn't know. It's like being in China and, and everybody's speaking a language that you don't understand and, you know, but I I'm interested in learning the language of college sports as we go forward.
0: All right. Okay then. Well, I learned that there's a lot of things to appreciate about East Tennessee. A lot of things to appreciate about Knoxville. And I also learned that you lied about being a UT fan, and that's just <laughs> you. Just we we we, we you out under the impression that we were going to have you talk about UT sports. And then it's like, well, you know, it's like you just laugh it off like it's no problem.
1: Maybe, maybe you misinterpreted. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the smoke gray in their uniforms. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that. I like the way they they. I like those helmets, man. Those yeah. helmets. Did they, they always have those? How no. long have they had those helmets? I
0: want to. I I want to say since the change the Nike, they might have had it. So that was just, that was only like a few years ago. I think like since Butch got here, that's when they changed. I can't. I'm not gonna say for certain. I know there probably be something like no, nah, they had it for a while. But now nah, the smoke gray and 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 that UT helmet because they like it had like like the mountains yeah. on it too. It was like I don't know if I was looking at it closely, but I don't remember seeing that. I remember the smoke gray for a few years. Um, I want to say so so this is probably like year four of the smoke gray because it cause it came in when Butch was here, mm. um, when Lane was here. They went to the um black unis for okay. for like a hot second had the, the black and orange unis and those were, those fierce. Nice. Those were fierce. They, they did look it better than the gray ones. But see, there, there's so much to the gray ones that wasn't in the black ones. There's like a black uni with the um. It's just a, a black black and orange uni. was like black yeah. black with the orange numbering and lettering, and that was it. This one, I think, there's so much detail, and it's like, oh snap, if you. You didn't, it was like, I'm like, like why is your helmet so shiny? It's like, oh, there's like different tones yeah. on the helmet. So that's, know.
1: that's the major key right there
0: that's in the, major, the helmet. That's the major key. That's
1: to make those mountains the way, like you said, like at first it just looks like maybe the light is hitting the helmets in a way that's created some kind of a glossy glare. But you look closer and you're like, no, that's actually a design in the helmet, but it's very subtle. When you mm. look close, you notice those are the mountains. Those mm. are the Smoky Mountains. That's right. whoever designed that. You
0: know, that's shout out to Nike.
1: Yeah, I guess <laughs> shout out to Nike. You know I mean? but that's cool. I, I'm, hey, it'll be a lot easier to watch them.
0: Well, I don't think they they don't they don't do the 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 Smoky Gray ones that that regularly. Uh, it's still it's still the um you know orange for the um orange, orange for some games and white for the away and something like, something like that.
1: I'll probably just watch the games with the gray. No, oh, whatever. You can't, you can't. No, you can't. You can't, do, you can't do that. How
0: are you ever going to learn if you, if you just like? I read the paper. Oh, watch, no, <laughs> no.
1: I watch W V L T. Yo, lose the lady on W. One of them people. They're gonna tell me everything that happened. One of them news people, All right? <laughs> Check the news sentinel.
0: All right. All right, so then oh, that is that is it for this episode of the Doers in Series podcast. I am Jomo Kinch.
1: Trevor, Trevor Wilson.
0: Uh, Trevor, do you want to tell them where they can find you at, just in case? when do you have, do you, you want to dispose of of your Twitter handle or where they can find you at if you're on Twitter or Snapchat or uh, I don't know Tinder.
1: I'm not, oh, uh, I'm not uh, quite on uh, all of that stuff yet. I'm still getting things rocking, but we are uh, starting up this, uh, I got the Twitter thing uh, started. It's not really active yet, but at Doers and Sayers, that's Doers, D-O-E-R-S, the letter N-S-A-Y-E-R-S. You can catch us on there. And we'll get that popping for you real soon. Yeah, I got to
0: follow that. I, I don't even know if I'm a follower. I got to follow that. Huh.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll try to get up on Facebook. We're trying to get as many of the social media accounts running uh, sooner than later. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll be in tune with everybody there.
0: All right, then. Well, for Trevor Wilson and I, myself, General Kinch, this is the Doers and Stairs podcast signing off. <laughs>